This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Excellent, Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it. it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Oh, happy Monday. The Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. We are proud to have a new sponsor on board, and we will be talking a lot about Capital Collision Center uh, moving forward because they did a fantastic job after I got T-boned last month in an accident. And, uh, man, oh, man, we're going to talk a lot about uh, Capital Collision. But happy to have Bruce and the gang on board in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Jason Walker Show on a Monday. Today we have Bill Foley from ButteSports.com coming up uh, here in about 15 minutes. And uh, we also have On This Day in History and uh, the walk-off. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about today because we have breaking news out of the high school world that involves cancellations already, and it's unfortunately not going to be the last. It is, uh, it's just sad. It's a bummer, but it's the way we are right now and uh, in this world. Um, our first guest, though, he's got, a, he's got a busy, busy slate, so we're going to get right to it. It is uh, Helena Activities Director Tim McMahon joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Thanks for joining us, sir. Um, Tough decision last week, Tim, with the uh, the decision to not allow fans at least to start the season, uh, the season uh, at Vigilante Stadium here in Helena. Yeah, it was a tough decision, and not just for football teams, but also for volleyball, soccer. Um, I think it's uh, and they're make, they're the ones that make the decision. But there was some confusion because of the the fifty limit from the governor, and then it was well, it doesn't apply to school events, and then. If you have fans and it becomes an event, take me through this process. I think the I think the biggest piece that people have to understand is that this is a pretty good example of local control in action. Um, you see different um, situations in different communities. Kalispell last week came out and uh, that they would allow fans in attendance. I think Great Falls did over the weekend. Helena's not, um, and and really it's all coming from one directive. Um, the governor did. Uh, provide some clarification, a letter that he sent to all county health. Um, but it still is up to that county health department to decide, well, how do we interpret or how will we put this into place? And I read the article, and so you you did not put together a proposal, right, like Legion had to to play with the, the fans on the stands. What was the difference with that? Because, like I said, it becomes then, am I right on this, that it becomes then a – a, a local event, and then you have to have different restrictions. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. That, that if the moment that the uh, a fan enters, it changes. I guess the way that the the activity is viewed. If I exceed fifty, and I have just participants, coaches, and necessary officials, chain gangs, um, in volleyball scores table, um, the people I have to have there, that's considered a school activity. Okay. Um, at the school activity, um, social distancing for those in play, meaning the, the, the soccer players that are actually on the field playing, a volleyball player at the net, social distancing for them doesn't apply. The moment a spectator enters, then it becomes an event, and now social distancing applies to everyone, including those in play, um, which – as I'm sure you can imagine, makes it really, really hard to play almost any game yeah. if you have to stay six feet apart from each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, cross-country people think, well, it's the easiest to social distance, except they forget that those kids are in packs. And whether exactly. it's the lead pack, the middle pack, the end pack, there's no social distancing really except maybe the top two or three. And um, mm-hmm. But even then, again, it's you, you're not going to be within six feet. It's just... I, I told you before we came on the air that uh, Tim McMahon, the uh, Helena Schools Activities Director, there's no way. There's so many people's shoes that I don't want to be in. Yours is one of them. The City County Health Department is one of them as well. Um, 
at the end of the day, I think what you guys did for Helena and Lewis and Clark County was the best because at least it's all about the kids. And that's the thing is we want the kids to be able to have their season. And this right now seems to be the best way is to not allow fans. Well, I, I think you're right. And I, and I would, I would probably, well, not probably, I would do exactly the same thing at first with the, faced with the same situation again. Um, I, I want to ensure, I want to ensure kids play, not that, fans can't watch kids play, but first and foremost, the kids get to play. Um, I've been through a season now where, where we canceled everything. I just, I talked to the kids whose seasons were wiped out seniors who, who couldn't play and never had a chance to play. They got one really a couple of days of practice and then they were done. Um, last spring, that was really difficult talking to those kids. Uh, I think all of us across the state, the ADs made the decision above all else our number one priority will be trying to ensure we at least get a chance to play. What do you say to those parents that, you know, they told me publicly and privately the last couple of weeks, like, hey, we'll gladly sacrifice if that means the kids get a season, but now they're complaining because they can't go to the games. I I think it's an emotional response, and I get it. I'm a dad. Um, I have four great kids. I I watched one dance for 14 years and thought that was a wonderful thing. I watched another one play basketball through her senior year of high school. I think that was a wonderful thing. I think that at times, um, as parents, we have to keep in mind that first and foremost, it's about the memory for a child. It's really not a parent memory. It's a kid's memory. Mm. And and trying to make sure the kid has a chance for that memory. But I do understand the emotion around it. I I wanted to watch my kids play too and watch my kids um, do the things that were important to them. Tim McMahon, our guest here, a couple final questions because I know you're busy, but – Cheerleading, band, these are the ones that right now are suffering because they don't get to participate. Am I right on that? And that's, I mean, that's a struggle too because there's great kids that are cheerleaders in band and 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 the such, and now they're the ones that kind of are suffering as well. And I think everybody, you know, in answer to that, when it comes to cheerleading and dance, that is part of the event or the activity itself. Um, Helena, we're trying to figure out how can we include cheerleaders, how can we include dance, Okay. into our, 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 our uh, activity, whether I have fans in the stands or not. Um, band is really band. The orchestras, the chorals, they're really hard because so much of what they do, just by the nature of it, is stuff you're not supposed to do. Um, I mean, right. let's be honest, in, in most of our band instruments, we actually have a, a spit valve. Right. Um, and so we have to figure that piece out. A lot of their events, the MHFA end of it, have been canceled. Um, and we're, we're holding on that maybe second part of the year we'll be able to do some of those things. It's just, it's such a, it's a, it's a bum deal all the way around. And, you know, I've, I've taken quite the hit, but on social media since March, but I've been saying, and it's okay to overreact. It's okay to still be concerned and it's okay to want these games and understand that if they don't happen, there's a reason for it. Um, mm-hmm. There's people a lot smarter than, than me making these decisions. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an epidemiologist. Um, how hard have these conversations been, Mr. McMahon, with students, with coaches, with the health department? They're all hard, uh, and are hard for different reasons. Um, as you said, I, I don't have the right letters behind my name to be making scientific decisions. I have to count on people who, who that's their life. When it gets to coaches, and or let me start with coaches, I guess. With coaches, there is always something you didn't think of, and it wakes people up in the middle of the night, and then they call me. I'm saying, well, what about this? It doesn't matter how much you plan. There is always something. And so that's that anxiety and stress of what did I forget. With kids, you, it, it's the very real fear that I, I won't even get a chance to play. Mm-hmm. You know, we opened up in June to let kids um, do open gym workouts or open summer workouts. And you could see within two or three days of changing those kids. Um, I go to practices every day. I attend practices. And, and it looks different this year to me. It feels different to me than it has in the past where I just, the feel with the kids is, I believe they're happy to be here. Really happy. They're always excited for the start of the new season. Sure. But now they're really excited. That moment of uncertainty though, can you see it in their eyes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I see it in everyone's eyes. Um, I think when, when I brush my teeth at night, I see it in my own. And I've taken the saying to people, I am certain of only one thing. I am certain that I am uncertain mm-hmm. about most things. And that's really, you can see that, that, that you just don't know how this is going to end up from one day to the next. 
Well, we saw Butte Central today is uh, opting out and forfeiting their game at Hamilton Friday. I know Double A's already moved a couple of weeks later into the season. Um, mm-hmm. This and again, it goes back to I don't want to be in your shoes because we might be able to play all the season, which would be fantastic. We might yep. only be able to get a game or two in before it's shut down. Mm-hmm. And to me, a lot of that's going to depend on the parents right now based off of the decisions of visitation or having fans in the stands. Um, there's a lot of, you know, talk on social media about just showing up to these games anyway. But that's that's hurting the kids, I think, in the long run, because those games are then are going to get canceled and things are going to happen. And it's not good for the kids. Yeah, and, and I would agree with you. I, I hope that in the end, people, you don't have to like the decision. Um not to allow fans. Um, I hope, though, that in the end, people will take a deep breath and realize the outcome of that could be really harmful for kids. Um, it would be the one time, the, truly the one time, where I'd have to turn to kids and say, this isn't an uncontrollable situation. COVID shutdowns are uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. If it was a shutdown for something like that, it's completely controllable. And, and that's, I think, well, what I, I hope everybody in the end realizes. We have to control what we can to do everything we can to allow these kids to have their opportunities. Well, I know and you, the things we can't control, we, we can't control both. No, exactly. Yeah. And I, I mean, like I said, I, there's so many of us uh, that are in, in, in media that are, you know, we want these seasons because it's our livelihoods, um, but we want the kids to be safe too. And I know you, you mm-hmm. first and foremost, that's the thing, Tim, is that everybody's doing what's best for the kids. And if that means, pulling the seasons out because of health, then you guys have to do it. And I, I, I applaud every decision that you guys are making with, with strategy. You guys are thinking, this isn't, you're not just waking up one morning and going, you know what, screw it, we're not going to have football today. <laughs> yeah, this, it, it's been a process really that began last March mm-hmm. when the first shut, shutdowns occurred and, and it was planning for the spring. Well, if we go to here, what can we do and how can we change the schedule and how can we make this work? Well, if we get to this week, then what? And then ultimately when that came to be, where, where it was just canceled for good, I think the ADs in general across the AA took a step back for a week. And we all kind of processed that ourselves. And then immediately by the first part of May. In a couple more weeks, and we'll talk about the, okay. the start of the seasons, which will, uh, you know, for football and volleyball and everything, and we'll have some positives to talk about. I appreciate you joining us. You bet. Can I put in just a shameless plug? Absolutely. We're already going. And uh, this Saturday, we should have uh, five trials for cross-country started. And we do have soccer on Saturday um, at uh, Nelson Stadium. We're going to play them. And we're stacking up four games, uh, JV boys at nine, then JV girls, varsity boys, varsity girls, all two hours apart. We're going to broadcast it on the NFL. Folks, this decision isn't easy. It's not fun to make if we have to have no fans, if – we have to have two fans per, in the stands, like in Butte and Flathead, or three up in Great Falls. It's for the it's for it's what's best for the kids. They're trying to get your kids a season, and that's what matters the most. It's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. 
Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, presented by Capital Collision Center. Check them out on Euclid, man. They just did some great work on my pickup. I got T-boned July 2nd. Just smoked. Girl missed the stop sign. You know, all signs matter. Stop signs matter, too. But um, poor little girl. I felt bad for her after I got out. But... Uh, they just fixed up my truck. It was unbelievable, and I'll tell you more about it coming up. Still to come on this day in history and uh, the walk-off, and we have some uh, some unfortunate news out of high school already, and uh, I guess that's well, a good place to start on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline with our next guest. He is the Butte sports uh, writer extraordinaire, um, Bill Foley, <laughs> joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, Bill, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jason? You know, I'm doing all right. I never thought, actually, after a couple of years ago, that I would ever have you on my show. But uh, we have so many <laughs> things in common right now that I figured, you know what, it's a good time to reach out to this dude. So um, appreciate yeah, you coming on. 2020 has done, done a lot of crazy things. That's bringing <laughs> the cats and dogs together. That is exactly right. Hey, uh, Bill, like I said, we'll start right here. The unfortunate news, Butte Central opting out and forfeiting its first game at Hamilton Friday night. Um, this is not going to be the first. The reasons behind it, uh, they've only had a couple of, you know, 12 days of practice and no summer workouts. Are you surprised that, that this is the first one? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess I am. You know, B Essentials been the class A team that's been, you know, small enough to be a class C team for so long. I always, you know, wouldn't expect this out of them, but I did know that they were going to trepidation on them uh, being ready. You know, they're not. And it's not that they're not ready to, to play football. They're just not ready in shape. And they just feel it's, you know, say, I talked to people today for a while, and they just don't want to get in hurt by not being shape. You know, and as it is now, the, the, the playing field isn't exactly level, right. you know, when you go county to county, because some counties are taking this COVID serious, and some counties aren't taking nearly as serious. You know, some schools have had camps all summer long, other camps, schools haven't, so... It's a real issue, and it's it's just too bad that the class at the Western A didn't postpone the season back two weeks, you know, so they could have been starting around the week of uh, September 11th, and then this probably wouldn't be nearly as big an issue. Well, and that's what a lot of the AA schools did, is they got rid of their non-conference, they're starting the week of September 11th, and, and to give themselves a couple of extra weeks, and and you know the class B is supposed to start this week, the, and I, I just think we're going to see more of these postponements or cancellations, unfortunately, coming in, in the next few days. Yeah, I, I think you will. It, it, I, I'd be shocked if this is the only one, and it is a surprising one, you know, that it, it's a Butte school. You know, usually it's, it's, you know, like was it last year at Livingston? Mm-hmm. Or was it two years ago? Livingston uh, forfeited their season. You know, it just it was that was shocking, but I wasn't sure that you would see this out of, out of Butte Central. But it's just, uh, you know, just where, where we're at right now. It's just, uh, it's. Is that it's just unfortunate is the one where I can go back to. Well, I, and I feel bad for the Butte Central kids, you know, because I know they don't want to play and they don't want to. 
they want to be the statewide news that they're they're up and out. But I think uh, I think it was a brave move by Coach Peoples to realize this isn't a masculinity question here. You know, it's a it's a safety issue, and he's, I think he's doing the right thing. Yeah, because like he said, you know, last year they got twelve seven on seven workouts. This year they didn't get any. They wouldn't have any summer camp workouts. They had nothing, and essentially the like I said, twelve days of practice. And he said in in the article, you know, they they that there's not. He talked to college and a high school coach, and they said you can't prepare your kids in less than two weeks. And so it's a yeah. great, it is a smart decision, unfortunate for the kids, but a smart decision. Yeah, I completely agree. Bill, uh, Bill Foley joining us, uh, ButteSports.com. Um, you and I have been taking quite the hit lately because <laughs> we're taking a beating. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we agree that we all want sport. I mean, this is our livelihood. I talk about sports. You write about sports. We want these stories to tell about the kids and the coaches. But at the end of the day, it's it's okay to understand that there's something bigger than sports going on right now. And just take me through your opinion since March of what has gone on in your mind since the start of uh, start of this pandemic back in March. Yeah, well, I remember, but it was just so weird in in March being at that at the tournament. I was in Billings with Butte Central's uh, team, then. you know, Drew Saylor is what was covering Butte High, and I, I just remember. It was coming, you know, the news, driving driving over, listening to the radio, you're hearing all the cancellations, you know, the NCAA and everything. So it was really, I thought it was uncomfortable. And, and to think that that was four cases back then, you know, <laughs> you know, we get, what, 56 new cases a day in this space. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's been really, it's, it's been an adjustment for me not being around sports. But uh, all along, though, people kept asking me, do you think they're going to play track? You know, are we going to have a track season? We're going to have a softball season, and I was thinking, I'm worried about football at this point because at that point, I, I realized it wasn't going to go away right away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I've been kind of worried about this, and I, you know, I, I you know, being a, a, a nut about the Chicago Bears like am I read everything I can on them, and I still, I'm still kind of in believe it when I see it that they'll play. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's been in baseball season, just been. You know, uh, Legion season was fun to cover some games, but uh, all major league, there's nothing there. But right. yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I, I err towards the side of, of caution on, on everything. You know, I, like I say, I want to see baseball and I want to see football. I want to see, you know, soccer. I want to see everything. Right. But uh, I'm just, uh, I just, uh, and and I, I hope they do play. You know, I'm not saying I'd be cautious. Don't play. I, you know, I, I, I want to, you know side with the experts and uh, hopefully we can pull it off and we can behave ourselves in the way that uh, the society that will allow them to pull it off. Well, I read one of your articles. It's uh, Tapper Light, ButteSports.com, and you've been writing more opinion pieces uh, since the uh, pandemic hit in March. Um, it's usually every Tuesday, ButteSports.com, but there was one thing that stood out in your writings a couple of weeks ago, and, and it's something that I've been saying since March, too, was it's okay to overreact at the same time still be concerned in it and like now it's we want sports to talk about we want these games to happen but we realize that we may not even have a spring season still next year bill and and I, that stood out to me and that's why I wanted to reach out because it's it's we're thinking so far ahead and still the unknowns of if we even like coach Jeff Choate said we don't know if we're going to have spring 2021 yeah, and that's what I think. I had him on Twitter at the time, and I got called out by a few people that said any any of these moves that are getting moved in the spring are probably not going to happen in the spring. They're just taking decisions down the road. Right. And uh, you know, you you know, Matt, you know, talking with Bruce Saylor, you know, who I've worked with for 150 years, <laughs> is uh, he, he seems to think uh, that maybe these, you know, all these they're banking on the you know conferences are banking on a vaccine coming up you know i'm not sure what that that's probably our only hope is a vaccine that can be kicked in sometime around the first of the year but other than that you know i don't know i i don't see us in being in a better position then as we are now you know it almost might have been you know but it's a bit it's hard to pull the you know i don't know it's here and it's, it's, i'm glad i'm not making the decisions for everyone <laughs> you know i wouldn't want to be in the guy i wouldn't want to be in mark beckman's shoes i wouldn't want to be in the conference Commissioner shoes right now, you know, because it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't at this point. No, you're exactly right. Bill Foley, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Bill, when you look at it, we saw the Frontier 
hold out as long as they could. We saw the Big Sky cancel and move to the spring. Are you surprised that the high school is still going to try to give it a go? Because there are less things to worry about with high school as far as out-of-state travel and overnight trips and things like that. But at the end of the day, to me, it's still about the unknowns and the safety and the long-term health effects for these kids. Yeah, you know, I was really surprised. Uh, I guess I thought that even though I was talking with Mark Beckman a lot this year, you know, he was at a few minors games. And I, you know, I've been in communication with Mark, who I've known since he coached my older brother in junior high basketball. Oh, you know, wow. he, he kept saying that, that they thought that they would play, you know, and because uh, he thought there's less variables. And But I was still, you know, uh, when that was it July 27th when they came out with the announcement saying they were going to play, I was kind of surprised at how full goal it was, you know, like full steam ahead kind of a thing. I thought it'd be a scaled down plan or something, but uh, so I was a little bit surprised on that. And then, then I talked with Mark last Wednesday night, called him up. We had a long conversation and, and he, his opinion is basically he, he would like to get a season in, you know, obviously he didn't want the cancellations of basketball. And he, he seems to think that if there is a window to get a football season in, it's going to be, fall and rather than spring because I think he tends to think that things are just going to get worse the way it's going to and that's kind of how I, I read them anyway but yeah it was uh, I, I think everything surprises me these days so well, yeah. nothing should surprise you but everything yeah you, well that's exactly right uh, Bill Foley joining us here uh, we, we talked a little bit about this already but the the parents um, you know they've told me we've seen it on social media publicly, privately, that they gladly would give up watching in person if that meant that their kids could have a season. And now that we've seen the different counties come out with, you know, different rules, which is another conversation here in a second, but now the parents yeah. are upset because now they can't go watch in certain communities like in Billings or, or Helena. And at the end of the day, it, this has to be about the kids. You can't say, in my opinion, um, that – you'll give up the watching and watch online if that means the kids can have a season and then get pissed when, when they, when you can go. So there's no yeah, good, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Uh, it's, you know, I, I sympathize with the parents, you know, cause I know I missed my son play one little league game. Cause I was covered a few central softball game. It's the only little league game I missed, mm. you know, for my job and it, it broke my heart, but, you know, it's either about the kids or it's not about the kids, you know. You know, I, I said, well, I sympathize with the parents, and, and I would like, you know, I wish they could watch their their, their kids play. But, yeah, it's, uh, if it was my choice, can my son get a chance to play football, and it means they don't get to watch him play in person, you know, or the option is <laughs> he doesn't get to play, it's a pretty easy decision for me. I, you you want to go with it. It's about the kids. It's, it's about the kids. So, yeah, I'm a little uh, – and some of the conversation about that has just been insanely crazy. But uh, I do sympathize with the parents and I understand, you know, that there's passion behind it all and watching. But yeah, but two weeks ago, a lot of these same people seem to let them play even if there's nobody there. Yep. You know, <laughs> but and then when it's okay, well, you play, there's nobody there. They're like, no, but we want to watch them. All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's, there's one group on social media that you and I both have gotten ripped on, and uh, same guy, um, I think he's threatened us. His name is Doug. He's up here in Helena. But, um, they, yeah, he's, he's threatened me several times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Doug, Doug is Doug, and uh, if you know Doug, we know who we're talking about. Um, but they're just they're not scientists. They're not epidemiologists. They're not any smarter than you and I, and they're trying to make these decisions for the kids. And to me, it's just it's just let the experts do what they do. Let us talk about it and write about it, and let you just enjoy yeah. it as a as a parent or a fan. And and some people like Doug just can't get it through their heads. Yeah. Well, we have a mutual friend in in, in uh, Billings area, Brian. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that one too. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he but he has a good point about that. Basically, those guys are are saying that there is a number of deaths that they're willing to accept. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he wants to know what that and ask him what that number is, and they don't seem to comprehend that question. But when they're saying that, they're they're willing to sacrifice the people, right? You know, <laughs> for a high school sport, and that just seems seems crazy. But yeah, like yeah, I'm not a doctor. You know, I've never never even played one on TV, but uh, <laughs> I'm certainly I certainly don't want to tell people what to do. But I I, I want to listen to the doctors. I want to listen to the experts. You know, 
when they tell us what to do, you know, I, I listen to our, our, our health department. Uh, in Butte, we have uh, Karen Stover as our, as our health officer. And, you know, she does a very good job, but she's conservative, you know, about how she goes, even though she approved the plan to hike up to about 120 people at a Butte High game. But she, she's conservative, you know, and people are saying, well, what's wrong with her for being so conservative? And I tend to wonder about the people who aren't conservative, you know. <laughs> I worry about the Wild West over in uh, Bitterroot Valley where, you know, they're acting as if nothing's going on. Or the, do you see the picture on the, today from the rodeo on, on Twitter I saw? Up in the, the Flathead. There thousands of people together up in Flathead at a rodeo and like two masks. It's, uh, it, it, I, I tend to worry about them more, but when listen to the expert, experts and take the approach that I'd rather be, I'd rather be too conservative and wrong than, uh, and too uh, liberal and wrong at this point, you know. Well, and that's you know, that's rather, one thing. Absolutely, and, and that's one thing. I read a study back in July or, or late June, early July, um, from a doctor who said, you know, there's 13,000 FBS football players across the country, and he predicted if they were to have a full season, nobody postponed, nobody canceled, no one, they just played. He predicted three to seven deaths based off of the percentages. Well, to me. That's one too many. And are you, you know, as a parent, are you okay sending your kid out thinking my kid might be the one that passes away in the entire Northwest region just so that they can have a season? And that's 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 just erring on stupidity. And to me, it's not even thinking smart. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, as, and I have a son who has asthma who last year I missed the hell of a high beat high game because he was life flighted to Missoula oh. with an asthma because he had a respiratory infection, you know? So, I mean, that love, I'm, you know, I don't want to put my kid out there, you know, and I, of course, I certainly don't want to put anybody's kid out there, but that's why when it came to school option, we decided we're staying, we're staying uh, home. Our kids are going to learn remotely, but yeah, you know, so I guess uh, some people are calling me a big wimp for, <laughs> for such an overreaction, but, but yeah, I mean, how can you how can you say one death is okay? Yeah, even if you don't know that person, even if it's in Oklahoma, you know, you know, I'm one one death is you know, then we'll say, oh, don't go drive, and you might get hit by a bus and stuff, you know. But of course, you know, we have seen, you know, you know, so the it's I don't know why I've been just banging my head on the wall when it came comes to some of these conversations over <laughs> over the years. It's been really hard for me not to engage. I mean, I learned my lesson on not to engage on social media because you, you end up losing a yeah. job. But, um, but at the end of the day, you know, and Brian and I, had, you know, we've had our issues, but he's got the same opinion on this. Like, it's just the safety yeah. of these kids. You know, we don't know the long-term effects. We had the 19-year-old in Puyallup, Washington, pass away a couple weeks ago. A star athlete, yeah. great shape, got COVID, and then he died. Uh, Bill Foley, our guest yeah. here at com. When this was the one thing I brought up a little bit earlier too, and this is I think a, the real frustrating part for a lot of us, a lot of parents, a lot of everybody, is there's no uniform decision across the state, and I don't know if we can have one from the city county health department or the governor's office or the state you know offices, because you have small communities like a Richie Lambert, you have a Weibo, yeah, but then you have Yellowstone County where you have almost 800 active cases, and how can you? Is there a way, Bill, for like Butte's allowing two people per uniform student athlete. So that's like you said, 120. I think Great Falls was three. Yeah. Helena Billings none. Um, is there a uniform way? Do you think to come up with this, or just are we just? I mean, we have to leave it up to the the specific city county health departments in each town. It, it seems like you would have to. Uh, it'd be really hard. And you know, of course, I fear that if there is any kind of uniform way to handle it it's going to be to just drop everything yeah you know so yeah I, i'm not sure how you did that that is the frustrating part i think the inconsistency for so many people you know they say oh yeah you, you can have 300 people at a wedding but we can't have you know more than anyway the football game it's uh of course one thing is, is we have to follow the you know the wedding can break a rule and you know they don't worry about next wedding next week's wedding getting canceled right you know we we break a rule and our season's over but uh yeah, I'm not sure how you would do it. I think you have to leave it up to the, the, the each individual county. And, you know, I, I, I would like just in an ideal world, I guess you could see if the governor would, would have some kind of uniform plan. But, uh, you know, whether or not that would work, I guess I, I really don't know. 
But uh, I think that is the root of a lot of the frustration with people is just each county, you know, is, is doing something different. And I think nationally that's the same way too. Each state's doing something different, mm-hmm. you know. You know, California, they're, they're a lot of towns still pretty much. You know, South Dakota, they don't they act like nothing's going on, you right. know. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I think, I, I, I do think that is the most frustrating part is just, I think, uh, of course, I always say the lack of leadership right from the top down, you know, statewide, nationally, it's, it's, it's been kind of glaring in these times. Yeah, and, right I mean, now, but, and, and politics but aside, you're absolutely right on that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Uh, Butte Sports. Yeah, and then with both sides. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, no, absolutely. I was just yeah. uh, giving you another intro, but yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter if you like Trump or Bullock or not. It's both sides. Yeah. Take the politics out, and it, there hasn't been a uniform uniformity across anything, and that's I think that's a real frustrating part. Uh, let me ask you this, Bill. Um, parents that have been saying on social media, "Well, we can show up at the football games or volleyball matches, and we'll just protest it." But then at the end of the day, to me, you're hurting the kid because we saw what happened last week in American Fork, Utah, where they postponed the game in the middle and, and, and until everybody social distanced and, and masked up. Can we see that? Would you think we'll see that in Montana where parents just show up and, and then the kids are the ones that suffer because the game gets postponed or canceled? I, I would not be surprised by that even a little bit if that happened because I've heard parents talking like that they're going to do it. And, and that's what's going to happen. And they're just going to force the hand of the, the police department there, or the school officials, to say that's enough for shutting it down. You know, we've uh, I've already lost the championship basketball games. Mm-hmm. You know, we hate to lose more. I mean, plus they, these parents can watch the games. I mean, they can watch it on the streaming site. You know, right. they can, uh, you know, we can interview. We got a couple of great radio guys, you know, telling the action, you know, which obviously doesn't fill in. But boy, storming the gates and, and turning this into a, into a, a protest. It, there's only, only people hurt are the kids and, and, and then high school sports, you know, there's no redshirt years. Right. You know, so any year lost is gone. So I, I really would hope the parents would, would not do that. I wish, you know, people would just take this seriously, wear a mask, social distance whenever they go somewhere. And uh, hopefully we can get through it. But I start storming the gates and, and I see that as a problem. Even if you're high, I see that, you know, I don't know if you've been to Naranchi stadium, you can watch the games, from the street, certain right. places, you know, and I, I see those places being crowded with, you know, people. And I don't know if that's a school issue there or if that's a police issue or if they do anything about it, but I see that as an issue that could that could uh, shut a game down right in the middle of a game. Yeah, which is going to be harmful to the kids. Uh, Naranchi is beautiful. Yeah. I love watching a game from there. Here's, great. here's another question. It goes back to Butte Central. They're supposed to be at home, and they play their home games at Tech. What if Tech doesn't allow – Butte Central to play because if Tech's closed down, how then can Butte Central have their home games, or where would they play? Yeah, I, I think one good thing we do have in Butte is we have three nice stadiums. We have the Bulldog Memorial Stadium at East Junior High, and we have Naranchi uh, along with Tech, which is just a beautiful stadium as well. Um, I, I think they could work something out with the school district to, to play there. I know they've had issues over the years over you know, charging rent and, and stuff, but I think they'd be able to figure that out. Okay. I, you know, I, I don't think that would be an issue. I mean, that could, could be an issue, but I think it would be one that they would resolve pretty good because uh, I think uh, as it is now, I think right now, since they're, they're dealing with each other on a, on a, you know, several times a week basis, you know, our, our ADs and, and superintendents of the school systems are getting along really well and, and they have the best interest of the kids at heart. I really truly, I, I believe we're really pretty lucky in here as far as, you know, with, with Chuck Merrifield, Jimmy Joner, with Pete High, and, and Don Peoples mm. Jr., and Chad Peterson at Central. I, I think, I do think, and we do have uh, people looking out, and I think probably more, for the most part, you see that around the schools, you know, they're, they're doing things the right way. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the knucklehead factors out there, though, and I always worry about that. <laughs> I know, man, it's, uh, it, it, it's absolutely strange. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is, you know, I grew up in Bozeman, so Butte was our, like, natural rivalry. So, But you guys yeah. should never have an issue up there because you've been living in Butte with the, the, the pit and everything up there. You're <laughs> drinking that water for all those years. You guys should be immune to everything, right? Yeah, we should be. Yes. We, we always, <laughs> all this one, I always joke, we have that, uh, if, if you see in the wintertime, there's a cloud uh, comes over the Berkeley pit. And then it hovers down on town, you know. And uh, they say they, they say it's safe, you know. I'm sure 
I can't imagine it could possibly be safe, but we don't, we don't have the therapeutic cloud. <laughs> it's either going to kill us or it's going to kill everything that could possibly kill us. So <sighs> we'll go up there and breathe it in just to be safe. <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, uh, what's on tap for tomorrow? What's your article? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, this might be one of those nights where some, sometimes I have them done two nights ahead of time. Sometimes I'm writing them until uh, 2 in the morning. But uh, I'm probably uh, leaning towards uh, tackling the issue about the essential, uh, making a decision, you know. I, I, you know, it was a tough decision. I, I, I know what it's like to go on the football team as a freshman at Butte Central for people, Coach Peoples' his first year. You know, I ended up going to be high after that. But uh, I know when they went in that Butte High game, I know that when they were never going to win, even on the world, where they weren't. And then they didn't win, you know, they get thumped. And I know how competitive those guys are. I know this was a tough decision for Coach Peoples and his staff. And I think it was a brave decision. You know, I think they did it for the right reasons. I've already had one of my meathead friends from Anaconda tell me that BC soft and I wanted to play and they wouldn't have canceled if it was against Browning or Anaconda, you know. Oh, geez. But, uh, but so I, I, I do, I, I commend, I commend Coach Peoples for making a brave choice because I know this is hurting him tremendously. And I would really, I really hate it if that if talk goes out there about Butte Central being afraid to play because I certainly know that's a team that could have been a Class A, Class C football team for all these years, and that's competed in the playoffs in the Class A. They're not afraid to play anybody. No, they're not, and and, and you know that's just for people to say that they're scared, the Butte Central is scared. It's it's that's just idiotic, and it goes back to some of those stupid comments from people we see on social media. Um, yeah. that disagree with you and I, and and I'm not having you on just because we agree. I mean, this is that's what yeah. your that's what your article could be. I mean, you could say, hey, a radio guy <laughs> and a TV or a paper guy finally talked. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they weren't glaring yeah. at each oh, other yeah. at a Montana Tech basketball Carroll game. <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Vinkman, cats and dogs living together in Massachusetts area. <laughs> hey, uh, Bill, I I appreciate the time. Um, I love reading your stuff, whether I agree with you or not. It just, it's what's great about your articles is it makes you think in, in whether, like I said, I agree with some, I don't agree with others, but you get that, uh, that different look of looking at something and it really opens your eyes a lot of times. And, uh, I appreciate it. Keep up the good work down there and I hope to have you on again soon. Well, I appreciate that. And can I call anytime? Uh, I want to come on and do our sports. Especially Montana sports, and uh, make sure to say hello to Doug for me, will you? I definitely will. Take care, Bill. <laughs> that, is, right, that is Bill Foley. He writes a Tapper Light, ButteSports.com, uh, down there in the, in the mining city, and he, uh, he writes fantastic stuff. And um, it's just, it, it, there's a lot of stuff we have to think about right now. And, and we spent some time talking about Butte Central uh, opting out of its game this Friday, its uh, season opener at Hamilton, because they've only had 12 days of practice. And it's just, it's a tough decision for those kids. It's a tough decision for both Butte Central and Hamilton kids. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's the right decision. And there's just not enough known right now. And it's not even really a COVID decision. It's a we've had 12 days of practice decision. We didn't have to have or didn't get summer workout season. And it's a big, big deal. And we're, it's not going to be the first time. We're going to we're not going to or not won't be the last time. I beg your pardon. That we're going to see this maybe this week, this year. Um, Moving forward, but like Bill and I agree, we all want a season. And I think we can all agree on this. We all want a sports season, but at the end of the day, we don't know if we're going to have spring football in the Big Sky yet. So let's just hope the best for the kids this fall in all the fall sports that they get to have their seasons. And parents, don't be idiots. Don't show up to protest and don't ruin what could be a great moment in your kid's life because you have to be in the stands. That's not worth it. It's not worth it for the kid, and it sure as heck ain't worth it for you. Because at the end of the day, it's about the kids. It's not about you. All right, we're going to come back. We have our, uh, we'll tell you what's coming up tomorrow. And appreciate Bill Foley joining us. Uh, great conversation. He's such, seriously, right? Uh, go to ButteSports.com, Tapper Lights, his articles, um, opinion page. Great stuff. Uh, when we come back, we are going to have On This Day in History. We've got some other stuff to chat about. Great Falls. How about Libby? They have, an, uh, uh, they have their decision announced, Libby Loggers. And uh, we'll also have our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. It is the Jason Walker Show, and it is presented by Capital Collision Center. Coming right back.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan Tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces. Stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. So I told you, I uh, got in a wreck July 2nd. I got T-boned. wasn't my fault. And uh, immediately my first thought was to take my truck to Capital Collision Center. So I've been here. I've been talking about them for you know a few years doing uh, sports. And... Uh, I've always known that they're a great local family business built on relationships. So here's the deal with my truck. It was nearly total. It wasn't. Their repair shop, oh, my gosh. It looks brand new. I got it back last week. It looks like it just came off the lot. But they have a book that is based off of the manufacturer's repair manual. So in this case, I have a Chevy. So they have they, – they spent – so much, and in, in they have spent millions of dollars 
to achieve safety ratings and want their vehicles properly repaired to manufacturer specification. So that is exactly what these manufacturers do. They send out these repair manuals to, like, Capital Collision Center. So they used step-by-step-by-step how to fix every piece of my truck that was damaged. Every single little tiny, from the littlest, tiniest screw to the laser pointing to the, it's unbelievable. Now, Capital Collision is one of the first shops in the country to become manufacturer certified, which requires special training and equipment to be on the programs. Very important to Capital Collision Center that your vehicle is properly repaired to manufacturer repair requirements to maintain the safety and value of your vehicle. I recommend it, not just because they're now a sponsor. I took my truck there before they became a sponsor. That's how much I trusted Capital Collision Center, and you will too. Give them a call if you have any issues, okay? It's perfect. Um, thanks to our segment sponsors, Rutgers Furniture and Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has fantastic photos up on Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery, but MarkLaRoePhotography.com, like the one behind me off my left shoulder, your right, um, that was taken in Ennis July the 3rd at the NRA Rodeo, and uh, you can purchase that. Per- not that one, because that's I own that one, but you can purchase one exactly like that. Uh, com. you'll get t- 20% off by mentioning the Jason Walker Show for any purchase. Um, love our sponsors here on the Jason Walker Show. And love our guests today, Tim McMahon, Helena Schools Activities Director, Bill Foley, uh, com writer. Uh, getting the perspective of different way uh, reasons why we've seen different things happen across the uh, the state. Uh, Yellowstone County, Lewis and Clark County not allowing fans in the stands to start. Uh, we saw Flathead and Butte say that, or Silver Bow say that they're going to allow two fans, but for home uh, players, but no visiting fans. And uh, Great Falls Public Schools came out last week and said no visiting fans, but they will allow three tickets per home a home uniformed player. Uh, Libby, the loggers, are going to allow 50% capacity for their football games this year. That came out today. I saw. Uh, we mentioned Butte Central losing uh, its first game, having to forfeit by opting out this week at Hamilton. It's a tough blow for, the, for both kids uh, teams on, or the kids on both teams, and it's you know the smart decision. And I know that the uh, the streaming that you can watch is not always great, but it's better than nothing. And if that means your kids get to have a season, that's better than nothing, is it not? Right, and. If you're disagreeing with that, then that's on you. So um, there you go. That's uh, just a thought, just a couple of thoughts. Anyway, um, we have great, great people that, that listen and, and weigh in on this show, and you can too anytime. You can tweet at Sports. You can Facebook us. You can email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. You can also go to the website, jasonwalkershow.com and uh, download any other shows that you may have missed or wanted to uh, rewatch over again, including today. And uh, there's a great article, by the way. Um, I lost it, so I guess I won't be talking about that today. <laughs> uh, let's get to our auto contest performance of the week. So they rode in Weibo over the weekend, Northern Rodeo, and our auto contest performance of the week, our winners at the NRA. And uh, Tucker Zing, who I believe is getting married next month, uh, man, what a great bareback rider. He won the bareback. He went 152 total score on two head. And uh, fantastic uh, rides there for Tucker. Alan Gobert uh, won the Saddle Bronc. Brody um, Hassanak won the uh, bull riding. 89. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, steer wrestling goes to Clay Johnson. Tie down George Marsenko, former Bobcat rodeo star. Team roping. I gotta get this kid on. Somebody's gotta help me figure. I can't find him anywhere. Rope three irons at a lodge grass. I just want to. I just want to talk to him. What a great name, Rope Three Irons, and his partner Clay Gunshows. How cool are those names? And that's, I'm not making fun. I love it. I think that's fantastic. Rope Three Irons, who wins the team roping with Clay Gunshows. And I gotta think after they won, does does Clay you know throw up the guns? Welcome to the gun show. We got to get these guys on the air. Somebody needs to help me out and get these guys on the air. Uh, Taylor Moykins won barrels, and Jessica um, McGilkey took the breakaway. So there you go. There's our auto concept performance of the week. The uh, winners 
at Weibo. They will run at Deer Lodge next uh, weekend and then uh, wrap up at Helmville and then the finals in October for the NRA. So, Got to get rope three irons on and clay gun shows. Sue, thank you for being a listener. Uh, Facebook, thanks for a local sports show. We're, uh, we stay local and stay wide as much as we can. It's tough sometimes, but uh, we enjoy it. We love what we do. Double uh, A golf tomorrow in Missoula. We talked about that a little bit. And, of course, the tough news out of Butte Central, um, losing their first game. So, all right. On this day, it is uh, August the 24th. It is National Maryland Day. It is also Peach Pie Day. I'm not a peach guy. Uh, it is Waffle Day today, though. Waffles are awesome. 1912, the New York City held a ticker tape parade for Jim Thorpe and his victorious U.S. Olympians. Got into a conversation on the golf course over the weekend on the uh, putting green. Who's the greatest athlete of all time? And I said, Secretariat. And the dude I was playing golf with was like, dude, that's a horse. So then I said, all right, Jim Thorpe. Now, there's some publication he found that said Jim Brown. Now, Jim Brown was a heck of an athlete. But I think Jim Thorpe played professional baseball, um, football, the Olympics. I mean, unbelievable athlete. I think Jim Thorpe, aside from Secretariat, would be my uh, all-time greatest athlete. Uh, 1925, the U.S. National Championship Women's Tennis. Helen Wills Moody goes back to back to back, her third straight title in 1925. So she won in 23, 24, and 25, lost in 26, and then comes back and wins in 27, 1928, and then today, in 1929, her third straight title and sixth overall. So she won six out of seven national uh, U.S. Women's Opens. 1940, Ted Williams pitches the last two innings of a loss to Detroit, gives up three hits and a run, still the greatest hitter of all time. Pete Rose was banned from baseball on this date in 1989 for life, for gambling. Still should be in the Hall of Fame for what he did as a player. Happy birthday, Duke Kahanamoku, the American swimmer and surfer, won gold in 1912 and 1920, and twice in 1920. Great surfer. I think, is he the father of surfing? Uh, happy birthday to Cal Ripken, Jr., born on this date in 1960. Um, we know what he did. He was he was a pretty solid baseball player. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, time for the walk-off. And uh, we talked to Tim McMahon. It was a tough decision to not have fans to start in Helena for double-A, uh, for uh, capital, or um, Helena High football. Same thing in Billings. Uh, they are having a dis- – uh, uh, was it 6.30 to 7.30 tonight? They're having a meeting. I don't think they're going to restrict or lessen any restrictions, but um, from what I've read and heard, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with schools because we didn't get to our daily COVID update, so we can do that real quick. Uh, there's 52 new cases in the state, but Yellowstone County has 781 active cases of COVID right now. And there's a lot of concern because schools are starting up. Uh, 173 in Bighorn. Uh, Rosebud is now into triple digits with 110 active cases, 115 up in the Flathead. Um, 91 total deaths, 1,556 active cases, 4,842 have recovered. And there are currently 114 in the hospital. And Montana is reporting 22,000 new tests over the weekend. Is that right? That can't be right. Mm, well, good on them if they did. That's great. All right. Great conversation with Tim McMahon. Great conversation with Bill Foley, ButteSports.com. If you missed either one, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com. We'll have them fully uploaded, interruption-free, uh, shortly. Also the audio and... Uh, as well. Major Mortgage Man Cave will do it again tomorrow. Janice Dean will join us, the Fox News weather anchor, uh, talking COVID, and she lost both of her in-laws due to COVID. And we're going to talk to Janice Dean tomorrow right here on the Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center, certified in customer service as well. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Hope you had a great Monday. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Don't forget, no show Friday. It's birthday weekend for me. Start a birthday week today. Send your presents in, but make them nice. And just remember, parents, Doug, 
don't screw this up for the kids. Let them have their seasons. We'll see you again tomorrow, Janice Dean. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.